Hi, and welcome to the Equilting Life podcast. I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And I'm Sherry McConnell from Equilting Life. And it is, this is airing Monday, June 12th. I cannot, my kids are like are out of school. It's crazy. It's summer. Full-blown summer activities, swimming, the whole jam. So yes. <laughs> and not too hot of weather for us. Yeah. Considering. Yeah. It hasn't been that bad at yeah. all. And it's been the wind has kind of been keeping it like really cool. Yeah. Do you like how we do like a weather segment? At the I beginning? know. <laughs> well, no, I heard on the news last night that Las Vegas, it's been 200 and some days since last September, since it was over a hundred. It's, oh, wow. it might be the longest stretch in history of going without a 100-degree day officially in Las Vegas. Yeah. That's crazy. You probably just officially jinxed yourself. You probably just brought on the hottest summer of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not. mom. They did say like the, I think it's supposed, it just hit 100 the other day, but now we're supposed to have 10 more days of 90s. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So we'll take everything we can get. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I also just have to like say... I'm so glad I'm back. Yes. I have missed a couple episodes. I went through and first of all, Billy, I have to say you did a fantastic job. It was like really strange seeing Billy in front of it was. So yeah. I wondered how that was for you. I thought you did a great job and I'm really grateful because I was kind of worried. I'm like, it's going to feel so lopsided if mom <laughs> is like at the table no. by herself. And so I thought the episodes were great. And I'm just really, really grateful for mom and Billy for stepping in and taking care of me. I am free and clear. I want everyone to know (laughs) because people sent the nicest messages. I feel like lately this community has just been like consistently building and lifting me up after thing life and all that stuff. So that was really, really kind. The comments were nice and not even that. People had the best like experiences to share. A lot of women have gone through this. A lot of our listeners have gone through the same experience with kidney stones. And there was even like support groups that people sent me to on Facebook, like with like remedies. Yeah. And the suggestions their doctors have made, women who've had repeated kidney stones over the years. And it was really helpful and also just like comforting to know like, that you weren't alone. Yeah, that I wasn't alone in this <laughs> yeah. really painful experience. So I just have to say I'm really grateful it's over and really grateful for the helpful comments and kindness that everyone has shown me because I, I haven't ever missed podcasts. No. It was yeah. really, really crazy. So I mean, I think I've missed a couple here and yeah, there. Yeah, like when we did some interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I just thank you. So I am back and I do... Yes. I plan on staying healthy. We will see, but I don't know. Well, so. I'm happy too because thank you for saying I did a good job, but I feel much more comfortable back here behind yes. my desk, behind the lights, behind the camera. Well, now I do have yeah. a camera here, but I'm not on camera the whole time, even when I'm not talking. I like cutting back to you guys. A little bit of yeah, yeah. anonymity. Yeah. yeah, it's almost yeah. like you're hyper aware of yourself, like sitting in front of a camera. Well, yeah. good. Then yeah. everything is back to its normal, natural state, I can say then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Cozy Earth, that we are just grateful to have. We love the Cozy Earth products, both of us, that we have, and we love being able to share a discount with you. And Cozy Earth products are 
from viscose made from bamboo. They are ultra soft and temperature regulating, which is so important during this time of year for us, especially. <laughs> I actually sweltering bought, weather. Yeah, I actually bought a second pair of cozy earth sheets just so that I can rotate them. So what that color I, did you get? I got the darker gray. So I have oh, the okay. darker gray okay. and the lighter gray. Yeah. So yeah, I, I used our discount code and I bought another set and because it's summer and I just... Hot. Yes. So we are really grateful and just want to remind you that you can use the code AQUILTINGLIFE for 35% off any product on Cozy Earth site-wide. And now Chelsea's going to talk about the quilts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's June, which is really exciting because we should be getting news here soon about favorite things shipping. We'll keep you updated on that. But because of that, I'm going to bring out some favorite things quilts. Oh, that was, oh, that's, Ah yeah, good idea. (laughs) (laughs) So no shipping news yet, but the estimated shipping uh, dates were this month. Uh, Juniper Berries is on the wall. Billy and I had a video on this. It is a Moda boxed kit. Look for uh, some of those with your local shops if you're interested. But it is layer cake and charm pack friendly, which I love because less ironing. So yeah, yeah uh, Marion Bot did the quilting on this. I love having the alternate blocks in this one as well. Kind of add something different with the patchwork, the mini stars, everything. And so cute. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that juniper berries on the wall. And then on the table, we have blissful. And this is a heart quilt that I made using like the reds, pinks, grays out of favorite things. And some of these fun background to give some texture to it, the low volume to give some texture to it. So this is fat eighth friendly. And yeah, so some favorite things quilts for you all summer uh, sewing, Christmas in July feeling. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be here soon, so can't wait. Crazy. Can't wait. Oh, and we will, if you're looking for these patterns, they will be linked. Billy will have them linked on this, so. Oh, I want to mention, too, I keep getting comments about the pineapple quilt on the ladder. I was going to bring that up. I'll put a link. I'll give you a link. It's actually a free pattern from several, several years ago. I made that maybe 10 years ago, but... I'm pretty sure I can still find the link to the pattern, so I will put that for you. I just, I get email upon email upon email about it. And then I switched it up this time, and the quilt above it is from Susan Aki's book, her her sampler book. So we'll put a link to that as well. And it's lots of yellow. I like the yellow. Yeah, I put them them together because they both had the yellow, so... And then behind me, I don't know if that shows up too, but on the top is the log cabin quilt. And I actually have that as a PDF now available. It's also in one of my books. Uh, and the bottom one is the gumdrops that we just did the video on. So yeah, they sort, they uh, they are a little bit in there. So okay. I, I might move it over in just a little bit. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I was going to say that pineapple, that pineapple quilt <laughs> because it, it's funny whenever we... You know, maybe sometimes you take a quilt off the ladder to put it on the wall or a table or something else with it. You put a new quilt on and, you know, that ladder, as if people watch all of our videos, you see that we moved that ladder from my mom's quilting room to 
to back to here when we do the podcast. So if there's a quilt on that letter for a while, it, it actually shows up in a lot of our different videos and podcasts. And yeah. that one sort of stands out. And I did, I did, I was going to actually mention it to you that, hey, can we, is there anything we can do with that pineapple quilt? Because people are really interested <laughs> yeah. in it. I think I got five emails this week. Yeah. So okay. I was... You made a mini with just one block, didn't yes, you? Okay, I did. yeah. And I remember that. Sewing room. Yeah, it's in your sewing room. Yeah. That that's why I like remember it. So yeah. you you did a good job with the quilts on the ladders for summer. It's very, very bright and cheery and oceanic and yeah. all that stuff. So. Well, and there's a quilt that nobody can see that it is my scrappy butterfly quilt. It's I, so cute. It has I made it on a retreat in Wisconsin. Uh, 2013 I still remember uh, yeah at Lisa Bonjean's old retreat center oh that, yeah that's where I was when I made that quilt it's wow. funny how you remember if yeah. you make a quilt when you're traveling or something you remember yeah so yeah it's very summery in my office <laughs> I love it I'll, I'll make a note to take a picture of it and <laughs> pop that up or else you will get a lot of comments <laughs> we must see the butterfly quilt yeah <laughs> Well, do you guys want to, I know, mom, you're already, we're into your happy-go-lucky so along. And if we want to sort of update everyone on that, the second video will have already aired by the time this came. Is there going to be a third, a fourth, or is it? Yeah, there will be a third video for sure. Um, And then also, just to reiterate, this this is on the second video also, but I have just been getting as many emails on this topic as I have about the pineapple quilt, but people wanting to know if they can use, you know, can I use two layer cakes or can I use a fat eighth bundle or can I use 25 charm packs? <laughs> or So watch that second video and I will talk about fabric on that video. So, yeah. So, and there questions will, be a th- will be answered. Questions will be answered and there will be a third video for that. So it is so cute. I have to say, I did the PDF for mom for that. Oh, yeah. And I was having so much fun with it. I kept like messaging her, do you like this? Do you like this? And it's adorable. And it made me want to make it (laughs) just because I'm like, wow. I color in the little. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think I put more effort into that than I had like my own stuff. And so I was like having so much fun. It's very cute. Thank you. Oh, no, no, no. I was super, super happy to do it. I just was like, it made me all excited about future pdfs i might do yeah i think with a quilt with that many blocks it's really helpful to have that too because it is even even if you get you feel like you're behind you always have a record of your progress and here's the other thing if you are like a list person Mm -hmm. or a checkbox person it helps for me it helps keep me motivated right when i have something on the wall and i get so excited about oh i just made three extra blocks today like i'm so excited i get to color them in so yeah. I can I chime in about yeah. summer so longs Absolutely. too because I have had so many questions about the low volume lovely stars scrap bundle. I did a video with Billy prior and so sometime in June we will just have one or two videos. It is such a simple quilt. It's a free PDF download and a lot of people still couldn't find the download. It was only in a blog post that my mom had done. You can find that post. Maybe we can link we'll, it again. We'll re-link yeah, it we'll relink it. Okay, I was getting. I'm still getting messages daily, and I had some kits that sold out. I did red, white, and blue ones too because we sold out of the low volume. But 
It's really simple and we'll just have a couple really simple videos just showing how, showing how to put that together. So just for the okay. people asking, that is coming, but we had said in a, in a video prior, it's just really a simple thing. It's not like, it's just really relaxed, guys. It wasn't anything like really, really crazy, but... A Regal Pine Sew Along is coming in July, and that is using Favorite Things fabrics. So watch out for that. Oh, I think I have to do that. Yeah, I want you to do <laughs> yes, it. Yes. I, so, I love that mock-up of that yes, pattern. And I have ordered fabrics from Favorite Things, so be on the lookout. I will be having kits for this as well. So it's a Regal Pine's Favorite Things Sew Along coming in July. Billy? I will talk to you more about right. that after this. That's news to me. So okay, so that works. I had a few people message me about that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I put that on the outline as well because yeah. I knew in the video you said we didn't know exactly, but we knew June, but obviously yeah. we didn't get it done in May f to have it yeah. up and ready for June because of yeah. what Chelsea was going through. But next week we should get those videos filmed and we'll... Get yeah. them out as soon as possible. And Regal Pines is primarily going to be on my blog and on YouTube anyways, because we have a new fabric line we're going to be sharing in July, which is mostly going to take over my Instagram. So YouTube blog, we'll share more about that later. So basically also, a yeah. lot of good stuff coming up this yeah. summer, but oh, yeah. more. No, no, no. Just one more thing. Also speaking of fabric lines, I'm just excited because I finally completed and turned in a new fabric line for, for 2024 for spring 2024 <laughs> yeah. and let me just tell you i literally had kind of the same moment i had with the new one coming out is like i got the kidney stones and i was like i don't it's really actually difficult to work because you're just in a lot of pain so it wasn't like i could just like sit in my bed and watch netflix and right. like work right <laughs> And but it turned out really, really cute, and I was excited, and mom was excited. But that's spring 2024. Yeah. So, if we're talking about meeting goals, guys, I'm checking them off the box. <laughs> now I'm sewing and with the new fabric with the new fabric. But like, I walk in the house today, and all of moms are done. <laughs> and I'm like, Congratulations! <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I've been totally missing on Instagram. I've just been oh, yeah. locked away sewing. So. You guys, yeah. this collection showing in July is, we say this every time, it's so good. It's so different. It's Mom fun. did a great job. Okay, so now we can get into the real podcast. Sorry. Okay. There's a lot because yeah. I haven't been here. Okay, so we'll jump into the listener quilts portion, which we had a couple. And we had I had saved one of these, obviously, for Chelsea to get back too because it, it features her quilt but first we'll do this one and we'll have the pictures popped up of course so this is hi sherry chelsea and billy too my neighbor is a sweet eighth grader who loves dogs her parents gave her a puppy for her birthday and everyone knows that i love dogs as well um big dog lovers and so she said she comes over to hang out and walk with my dogs with me and walk my dogs with me sometimes my machines are up in, in the dining room, so she usually finds me sewing when she comes by. One day she asked if she could make a bandana. I took her to my stash closet and her eyes lit up. And I'll have a picture of the stash That's closet. That's the moment. She, yeah. she sent <laughs> the that. Moment. Yeah. Um, so she said there are at least 18 baskets of fabric in this space. And like I said, she sent a photo. Of all the fabric, what do you think she chose? A lovely piece from your Balboa line. I had absolutely no hand in her decision-making. 
She has come by and made several more, but I was tickled that her first choice was from your line. I hope it brings a smile to you and Chelsea too. Puppy Nina looks adorable in it, don't you think? And yeah. I don't, I didn't show you Chelsea, but there's this little. I mean, it looks like it's so it, cute. It, yeah, I'll be, go look at it. Be a little puppy black lab or a mix mix black lab, but so cute. It's a little puppy with um yeah bandana from your from your Balboa line, and that is from Diane, and yeah, great. That's awesome. I I will always put dog. If you guys send dog photos with quilts, you can guarantee those will get up on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. and Billy is going to be making yeah. dog bandanas now. I should, yeah. For I, Jack. And I know we're halfway through 2023 now, and I haven't got, I've been, it's been really busy. Oh, it's been crazy. I've been doing something else on the side too, so it's I've been been busy, but I'm, I'm still holding out hope that I can get some dog beds done this year. <laughs> so That is so cute. All right, and then now I got to find the other one. This the is email. Chelsea's poinsettia. Please remember quilt. that moment, though. Yes. Oh yeah, sorry. So okay, so it, not much to email here, but um, she just let us know, and I'm not even sure who this is from because it was forwarded. But it's uh, she just said it's attached is a picture of the quilt I made for my daughter for Mother's Day. When I saw the picture in your book, Home for the Holidays, I instantly saw tulips. My daughter loves pink tulips. I love this pattern. Thanks, Chelsea. I also have two more of your put patterns cut out. And so, but that oh. is the poinsettia yeah. quilt. And that, that picture will be up for everyone to see that that she made. So great job. It's beautiful. I did look at that picture before we started mm -hmm. to yeah. podcast and it's gorgeous. Yeah. That is like my, it's one of it's my favorite gorgeous. quilts. That yeah. and Amaryllis from the book are my two favorites. Yeah. And it's so adorable. And the book is back in print now yes. too. So... So that, crazy. Yeah, they they got it reprinted so yeah. quickly. We're really happy because yeah, for a while excited. there, you couldn't get it, and shops were messaging me that they had kitted projects from the book, yeah. and then Didn't they couldn't the get the books. So the books are available. You can get them from CNT Publishing. Yeah, we're grateful for CNT for picking up Home for yes. the Holidays. Very very exciting. Yes. Awesome. Okay, so now we'll move on to I guess my little section because I have a surprise for you guys today. Um, before I show the surprise, because it actually has to do with shirts, what? if everyone notices, I'm wearing the Golden Knights Western Conference 2023 championship shirt today. <laughs> I had, and and I don't know, I hope it doesn't lose us some listeners, because I know not everyone is fans of the Golden Knights. They don't, some people don't like that they've had a lot of success early on, but we are in the Stanley Cup right now. When this comes out, best case scenario, we may have already won it. Worst case scenario, we'd be tied 2-2. So <laughs> we'll like see where knows. we're at. I, I, yeah, I always think ahead of these things. But I wanted to just represent that today. And again, if there's any listeners from Canada or some of the other <laughs> cities we've we've gone through this playoffs, hopefully you guys keep the podcast on. But we are a Golden Knights fan, or at least my mom and I are. Yes. I don't think Chelsea's really quite sold on it, but... <laughs> hockey fan but my husband lived in Canada for two years and so he was looking up which team had the most players from Alberta and I guess the other team has more players from Alberta oh, so he was goodness. being all saucy about it oh, so he's going for the Panther for Florida he's Panthers? not well, he's not really going for anyone okay he's he's just he's funny because he lived in Canada so he's... I just I'm like torn because Billy got me a shirt like his 
And I wore it for the first two games that we won. <gasps> Mom, this and is a thing. Now I'm like, you have to. I have to wear it, right? Oh, I think so. But we oh. are so superstitious. But do the I World need Series. to wash it too? Don't, don't even wash it. Don't like just wear it. it. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Just, just put it on right before the game. Take it off and leave it. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> Mom, you have to. I know. I'm like, oh. just like air it out. You know, <laughs> lay it out in the laundry room. Yeah. Mom's gonna be like really smelly. No one's. <laughs> well you know hockey hockey in general is a very superstitious sport you really? know? like players will not touch the stanley cup oh, unless yeah. they win it they make sh- like they feel like they curse themselves if yeah, they do it I've and there's there's some other my husband things, has you know? touched it yeah well i mean he that's he, fine for like fans to yeah. do it but if you actually want to win it as a player then he went and stood in line on his mission and went and saw the Stanley Cup, Got had a picture with it and everything. Oh, that's oh, well. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. That is cool. Okay. So with that being said, I'm going to um, hand you guys something over here real quick. I was I'm just, so I was, as you guys remember, oh, well, also I need, I can thank you in person again, Chelsea, for that oh. jersey you got me. Because as we mentioned before, I did go to Seattle um, with my fiance for oh, a wedding. Pop up a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I will. Yeah, I'll Billy pop up wore the, the jersey. Wore the in jersey. I was so happy. I was so sad I couldn't be here. I was like sitting watching the video. I was all excited. Yeah, so I'm glad you were surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was that was perfect. Um, because we had a plan to buy a jersey at the game prior to. Yeah. Good thing I came with the jersey because that that the team store was so packed. I would wow. have never been able to like find oh, the specific good. one I wanted, Yeah, which we went back the day after and I got it, but, yeah. but I had the jersey you gave me for the yeah. game, so it was perfect. Perfect. So oh, Seattle was great. Um, I'm gonna give my mom and sister something and then tell you guys a little story about something I found that has to do with quilting. We'll switch it from sports to quilting here. <laughs> so I'm so wow. excited. Wow. Guys, I love surprises sometimes. Oh wow! Oh, the straw. Is one is for one specific the, the, to no, the other? You guys can choose. You choose. One. You choose. I love them both. I you choose. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> black black is actually my favorite clothing attire that's what i thought i looked over and you're wearing a black shirt so. it's, it's usually i'm only wearing black t-shirts so it says i am a stashaholic yeah, sort of, what? is it tough to get those off <laughs> i am a stashaholic our fabric stash where did you yeah. find these very cute oh my god so i saw those so if anyone's from Seattle or, or been to Seattle, there's the historic Pike Market. It's yeah. it, it, it maybe you've seen the people throwing the fish on on TV at some point, right? Yeah. It's this whole marketplace where above is a lot of produce and flowers and 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 seafood and everything. And then there's like these levels of shops that are essentially underground. And there's it's 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 really wild. I'd heard of it first time I'd ever been there. And it just like random, a lot of different artwork and um, just just everything. It's just it's pretty random. But there's more food and everything. So we were just walking through the marketplace and these shops, and then I came across this this place, and it said our fabric stash, and it was like little fabrics store. Yeah, like oh, in fun. this market that's that's been there since I believe like the 1940s. 
not not the store itself but right. the whole marketplace yeah and so i walk in and i see those shirts and i'm like oh that maybe my mom and sister like that because you guys are sort of stashaholics i would say <laughs> right like you have pretty extensive yeah. fabric stashes yeah so anyway, I went in there and they have, it's a consignment store. So essentially, I hope I I say this all right, but that they take other people's fabric stashes. Like they have like a membership that you can join. Oh, you cool. can go to their website, ourfabricstash.com. I talked to the lady there. Oh. I told her, you know, that you guys were fabric designers and, and Promota and everything. And so she thought that was really cool. And she That's took so down cute. your information. Like she wanted to look you guys up. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool. They had, so they had a bunch of like, like, um, vintage fabric, old sewing machines. Oh, cool. Like they just, it was like Fun. really, it wasn't yeah, like, I would like to go there. Yeah. It was really, it was just a little bit of everything. Wow. And so, but yeah, I think they take what they can get memberships and people send them the fabric and then they split and then they resell based on it. your membership. Yeah. yeah. You like split it 50, 50 or that's cool. If you're a higher membership, you get more commission or something like I that. See. And then they sell it there yeah. in the store. And then it's down there in this like historic marketplace. Yeah. You know, I think it was like third, third floor and there's, it's, it's, it's really wild. If, yeah. if anyone from the Northwest has been there, I'm sure they'll pipe in and be like, yeah, that's a it's a neat place. So yeah. anyway, so oh, that's, that's where cool. those shirts Thank are you. from, and I Thank thought you. <laughs> you guys are somewhat stashaholics. Just yeah. the fact that Billy like went into this store into a fabric like I want it, like I can picture it, but I want I wish I was there in real life to see him like on vacation hey, even <laughs> and going yes. to a store with fabrics. <laughs> well, I know, and I was telling Isabel, yeah, I was what like, did Isabel say? How wild is it? Like, because I went to some other stores, but. You know, you got to be careful, one, when you're on vacation, like, what can I bring back? And two, yeah. am I impulse buying, like, yeah. this right. poster of something? Oh, we're wearing something, these in the podcast. You know, <laughs> wherever. But I'm like, how crazy. I came here. I mean, I got lunch and everything yeah. there. But I'm like, that. this is my only purchase here was these two yeah. shirts from a from a fabric store. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed for me. What did yes. you get on your trip? <laughs> now, the following day or, or or later that day when I went back to the Mariners team store, I I did my first yeah, you splurged. Yeah, I helped yeah. their economy out that day. But <laughs> but as far as in the marketplace, yeah, that was all I got. Oh, that's fun. Really, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. On vacation thinking about us. Yeah. No, it is really funny though, because Harper, my middle child, came into my room the other day because I am sewing now. I was cutting out a new quilt and she just looks in the closet and she's like what are you going to do with all this? <laughs> she, This is my kid that says the very outlandish things. And so I'm like, I don't know, someday we'll get to it, which I probably won't. But it's, yeah, stash. Well, that, yeah. I mean, that's a good question that she asked, really. And yeah. I think that's what the purpose of the store is like, do you have too much? Do you not know yeah. what to do with it? Like, Yeah, because you're not going to throw it away. Like, we're gonna, we, we'll try to sell it and yeah. and you can get a little bit of commission from it. So yeah. I, I don't know if there's other stores like that in other places in the country. I, I mean, to me, that sounds like a good idea. You know, for yeah, I think I've heard of one in Utah. I can't remember what it oh. was called, but and I don't know if it's really consignment or if it's just a store that accepts stash donations. But oh, cool. yeah, I had heard of something similar before, yeah. but only once. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, sort of a neat idea. Okay, well, with that, guys, we'll jump into the, the remainder of of this episode. And I told you, mom, it would it would we'd fill up a lot of time at the beginning. Yeah, so, you were right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I thought is because Chelsea missed the last listener question episode and we talked about saving some of those questions for Chelsea. Thank you. Figured, why don't we just 
do those today on this episode. And, I love it. and we still have plenty more for our next listener question in July. But um, yeah, so I'll go ahead and read you guys these questions. And actually, we'll start with one that, that mom sent me right before. Okay, so it says, hi, Sherry. I have a question I'm almost embarrassed to ask given how long I've been quilting, but it's always something I've questioned. So I thought I'd ask you and you and Chelsea's thoughts on it. I've always heard that you should backstitch at the start and the end of your seams, but truthfully, I rarely remember to do this. My question is, when it comes to chain piecing, does this, quote, rule get somewhat thrown out? I'm primarily a chain piecer, so I just sew my pieces one after the other without all the backstitching at the start and at the end of each piece. I'm curious to learn what you and Chelsea do. Thanks, and this is from Sherry. Yeah. And she's in Illinois. So, yes, great question. Uh, no, I do not backstitch when I'm chain piecing. Do you? Nope. No. I was just literally just barely sweating. the metal. And... Like, is mom going to let Chelsea? No. Uh, no, my answer yeah. is quick no. Yeah, no. No. The only time I think I really backstitch now is if I know that something well I always backstitch on my border pieces yeah 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 because that is you know quilters have to stretch your quilt a little yes. bit to, and you don't want the seams coming open yeah well, wh- where you've that. joined your border yeah, yeah so I always have anything on the outside of my quilt when I give it to the quilter has hopefully been backstitched that's instinct for me though yeah. when it's the borders and yeah. stuff like that that's just a yeah. go-to and if there's no border then and you just everything go around it. yeah everything has been chain pieced i will just do a you know in garment sewing it's called a stay stitch yeah of one eighth of an inch all the way around the edge just to keep everything yeah. around the entirety of the quilt yes. she's saying yeah yeah because so, you don't want anything again when the quilt when the quilter gets your quilt right, opening up, right? Yeah, but never while chain yeah, piecing. When I'm chain piecing, I don't worry about it. Yeah, that's like why my kids and my husband make fun of me is they'll like my husband is always like a little aggressive in there because I'm like <laughs> like just going. Yeah, and he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, sometimes he's like, "Is she angry?" Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's funny. He's so funny. Or they'll get mad because it's too good, loud. Yeah, but that's a good question. So. Yeah, I love that question. Yeah. Don't feel guilty. Keep on stitching. Yes. <laughs> Just chain piece your heart out. All right. So then this next one, and this is another one we specifically saved. This is from Donna, and we read one of her questions on the last episode as well, so but this is her other it. one. I have so much to say. And she says, okay, so this is a weird one, but I would say it's a different one, but I don't think it's weird. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's not different. Weird. Yeah. So she said, but I've question. heard so many people commenting about it, and I've seen some t shirts too. So when sewing, do you sew with shoes on? Do you sew with just socks on? Do you sew barefoot? This question can also be what is worn pajamas, shorts, etc. I think the shoes, just socks, or barefoot would be a great survey question too, she said. One that Chelsea's daughter could tally up. Um, I have opinions. She said, I think comfort is the key for some, feeling the pedal better for others, and just plain old preference for others. So, and that, and again, that's from Donna. So, yeah, I mean, I guess with the pedal, that, that she brings up a good point at the end that I didn't even think about is that I guess it is a feel. Do you want to put your bare foot on the pedal? socks or shoes like what gives you the most um i don't know feel for it but what do you guys do 
Can I please go first? Sure. <laughs> if there was a divide in quilters' personalities, it comes down to this. The people that sew with shoes on, the people with socks, and the people who are barefoot. I guarantee you they're all different Enneagram types. I promise you. Like, That's funny. It, yes. I cannot even fathom sewing with my shoes on. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. But then it's almost like I have to like be one with the sewing machine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the shoe is a divider for me. But then get this. I cannot sew if I'm barefoot. Oh, interesting. I have to have socks on. It is the cringiest thing. I don't know if it's because huh. I don't like dirty feet or the texture. Like super, super weird. So you guys, I am a socks on quilter. Awesome. Through and through. <laughs> I don't even like cut anything without like with my shoes on. Yeah. This is so crazy. Yeah. Why am I like this? Yeah. <laughs> really? No, like, I like that. No. Okay. So, I just have opinions about so this. So we're very similar then. Uh, okay. Yeah. I am a sock sewer also. I, <gasps> I, and even if, if I'm at a retreat or something, I will, sometimes I'll leave and I have shoes on there. You sometimes leave one on. I'll, I'll leave my left foot you know, on and take my right shoe off. That's what I do. Yes. <laughs> if, if, yeah, sometimes so. if I've been like, if, if I know I have like 10, 15 minutes of sewing, I just like flip that right shoe off yes. and I go to sewing right away. Yeah. <gasps> but I don't wear shoes in my home really yeah, at all. Either. I, I, no. I have slippers or socks on almost all the time. Yeah. Right now I'm actually barefoot. But. I did that at the retreat in California. I'm under the table. Like, I hope no one notices <laughs> yeah. and flip my, I'm like, I where I like wash my feet yeah. and flipped that shoe Well, there's off. probably other people that were doing the same thing. I, you just, I didn't maybe you just look. didn't know it. Yeah. 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 So. I'm going to make a bracelet that's like fellow sock sewer. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. I'm going to. And then what about Who what you wear one? too? Like if, if I wake up early in the morning and I need to go in and sew, I'll just go in in my pajamas. But generally... I will get dressed before I sew, but I mean, that's only if I wake up at like 5 a.m. or something. I pretty much always look like Mrs. Trunchbull when I sew from Matilda. Has anyone seen her? Like it's been a while. A bun and like no makeup and like full on sweats and a huge t-shirt. But I will say this. That's basically what I wear every day. So... I mean, I'm mostly at home anyways, unless I'm like running my kids around to activities and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not really like, I don't know. Some, oh, days when I podcast, I will oftentimes go home and feel really inspired and have a lot to do. And then I'm like dressed. But right, right. guys, I am not wearing jeans. It's all while about I'm comfort. Yes. Yeah. It's comfort is key. Yeah. If you're going to be sitting there chain piecing yeah. for a while, yeah. you're going to want to be in sweatpants. Yeah. Like, come on. And some, I even have a hoodie because sometimes my house is really cold and it has like the thumb holes in it. So I can oh, still yeah. work while I have this large giant hoodie on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember I was at a retreat actually in Oregon on the Oregon coast and we had this big sewing room and I just wore socks. And I remember coming home from that retreat and unpacking my laundry and there was so much thread on the bottom of those socks. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Yeah, because everybody was just 
you know, there was thread and fabric yeah. everywhere. But yeah, sock sewers all the way and comfort. Sock sewers. Socks and being comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> comfort all the way. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Billy's well, like, whoa. We'll leave the, like she said, I mean, it would be a good survey question to yeah. Oh, please leave. comment. Yeah. Please comment. <laughs> like, and I'm do. not judging at all. Right. I just have, like, please feel yeah, free. Yeah, it's just what you do. Yeah, yeah. it's just what I do. Yeah. Enneagrams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a type this, this or this. <laughs> Remember that Moda dinner? We were we were all to dinner and I think it was Stacy from Ginger Bear started the Enneagram conversation and pretty soon like April too. All of us were on our phones taking the test that didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what our Enneagram was. April Rosenthal was a big part of that too. Okay. Pra- patterns. I remember specifically yeah. they probably both It was were, in Houston. Yeah. And yeah. we all like every all of the designers like were taking this test. And it's really interesting because a lot of us are very like the same. Yeah. Very introverted. And it, I was actually telling someone the other day, they said, are you going to go to quilt market this year? And I'm like, well, I hope so. Yeah. And they're like, is that so crazy? Like meeting all the shop owners. And I'm like, it's so funny. The very last day, the Moda designers, because it slows down. Yeah. We'll all sit down like in a group and we'll just talk about how exhausted we are. Yeah. Because we're like, we're so tired because <laughs> we're normally in our homes just sewing all day. Like, yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. Good memories. Good memories. Okay, so the next one. Have you, Sharon Chelsea, ever thought of doing a step-by-step book of how to start designing quilts? So the process of going from an idea to a pattern to finding a to finding a publisher, publisher of the patterns, I'm guessing, then going from creating patterns to the fabric. I have I have a learning uh, e- I have learning EQ eight. Is that the right? Mm-hmm. Is that that's right? So she okay. probably meant I, I have and have been learning EQA. Oh, that's, yeah. that's okay. probably yeah. what she meant. Gotcha. Uh, but no I have idea. no idea how to how to start. So have you guys ever thought of of doing some teaching as far as that, of how to do the designing yeah. quilts? Because obviously would, you teach some other things. But. Yeah, it would have to be multiple classes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the, but EQ8 is, is a terrific program. We both use it. And there are a lot of great resources on the EQ blog they publish and you can search back. And so I just feel, and they even have classes that they offer that you can attend in person. Yeah. And I, I had a book with the, my first version of EQ, I actually won on a blog giveaway before I was really doing much designing and it came with a manual, a, a hard copy book. Oh, wow. Good and that was you. super helpful for me in the beginning to get to learn the program. And then as it's gone on, when there are things that I don't know, I either reach out to somebody else or search their blog. And But yeah, there, there, there are a lot of different steps, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, from going from an idea to a pattern for a pattern to writing the pattern and they don't all involve the program, you know? So, yeah. I will say this about EQ8 really, really quick. I My knowledge of it is still not extensive. It That's mainly because I'm very stubborn. I didn't even know there was a hard copy manual. There are a lot of things I don't know about the program, but I just have fiddled with it so much that yeah. I, I know what I know to an extent. and that. But yeah, there's so much that goes in to it. I do a lot of 
design and, and illustrator as well, just like right. as far as diagrams, because I still have to. Right. Uh, I will say this about classes. I am uh, I am not opposed to it. And based off of some experiences I've had this year, there's a lot I actually would like to do in terms of creative freedom and sparking that desire more in people. So I don't um, know. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Yeah. There's a lot I would like to do now. Yeah. Um, from a lot of growth I've had recently. So and just wanting people to feel like this is a community you can step into and hands down start designing if this is what you want to do. Yeah, I agree. Well, and then we also, as you guys are talking, thinking, wait, we just you know two episodes ago, one of the episodes we did without Chelsea, we had Elizabeth. On right. and I mean that's one of her things that she does is yeah. she teaches the yeah. quilt 100%. pattern writing. So yeah. she, you yeah. know, so if um, the listener of, or who asked this question, if you didn't see that episode, I believe that would be episode eighty three. You know, you can find out more information about um, yeah. her classes and how she does it. Yeah, yeah. And there are uh, a lot of platforms now that would make it really easy easy for Chelsea and I to do something like that online you know, together and have it on a platform. And so that may be something we do in the future. Yeah. Something that we hope will bring value and yeah, something definitely I've thought about if mom is open to it. Okay. Next question then. So why do seams need to be flat? I don't get all the hype about clappers. This may be because I hand quilt most of my quilts or machine quilt them myself, but please help me understand. Yeah. I, I think the, if your seams are flat, your quilt looks better. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at this. This is perfectly flat. Oh, thank you. Right I here? thought she was going to be like, this is horrible. No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. But I, I I'm get not really the quilt police. I always tell people when I teach, I am not the quilt police. Like, I'm hypercritical of myself, though, yeah. which is why. No, I feel like I always show people the correct way to do something, but then yeah. I never would judge their work or say you need to my question is always if someone comes up to me you know I always will say well do you want to take it out and redo it again I'm not going to tell you to do that so oh you are so like that and and this is my childhood girl I wanted the answers all the time I'd be like mom just tell me like but mom is really good about like personal growth but she's not wrong you can feel it if it's not yeah you can feel that and sometimes when I like so something I'm like, oh, that is kind of bulky right there. Yeah. Just like the simple answer is reducing bulk, but yeah. yeah. And she said that she hand quilts most of her quilts. And so she's probably able to arrange that hand quilting where she's not quilting right over that bulk. But yeah. a machine quilter, it, it can mess with their needles yeah. if so. It's especially important yeah when you have a whole bunch of seams coming together that those seams are flat imagine how many needles they go through though yeah (laughs) so crazy yeah so to me that's good question though you know i guess if you are a long armor you could also chime in in the comments and questions about that about your preference for having flat seams i'm gonna say this about clappers too they're pretty. Like a lot of times I'm like, oh, I love this clapper because it's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not the, like, you don't have to do it, but yeah. yes, there's a purpose for it. So. Yeah. And I think clappers are especially helpful when, if you don't want to get up and go to your ironing board yes. all the time, it will give you that pressing that you need it without does. having to 
to always iron. It works so, well. Yeah. Yeah. So they're great at classes and retreats too. Absolutely works. Yes. Yeah. All right. So one more. And this is from, and she asked me to, if, if she said, if you read the question, please say my name and told me how to pronounce it. So this is from Karen Linebeck. She says, our guild is brainstorming workshop ideas. I suggested a featherweight workshop that teaches cleaning, oiling, and basic maintenance, but we're a little short of other topics. Do you have any other ideas about what else we could offer the members and or guests for workshops? I'm not talking about program ideas, but actually hands-on hands stuff, etc. Thank you so much. I don't miss a podcast. Love you all. And that again, that's from Karen Lineback. Yeah, that's a great. I love this question. great topic. Yeah, and I'm thinking actually of this retreat that I used to go to a lot in at Bryce Canyon, at the Ruby's Inn Hotel. Uh, they were the original um, developer of that retreat, Bonnie Miles. She's she's pretty much a legend. In if you're from Utah, you've probably heard of Bonnie Miles, and she ran that retreat for decades. But she was really good at coming up with workshop ideas that I thought were fantastic. And sometimes in the evening, she would just do a short class, or and she always had projects that you could do from your stash. Workshops. I like that. Yeah. And you would get a folder with ideas and they were just, it was all free. It was all just a whole bunch of different ideas that then you could take home and use all those ideas to use with your stash. Um, I, I always thought those were great, great ideas. Also, quick little bag projects are great workshop. Yeah, project. something small. something A little small project, a little yeah. tabletop or a bag, even if it's a, you know, something to put on your couch, a pin cushion with yeah. a little scrap bag thing attached or whatever. All those little projects are great for workshops, I think. I like it. Yeah. And I've also seen a lot of featherweight workshops when I'm at those bigger retreats where yeah. they do teach how to take care how of it. How to take care yeah, of your featherweight. Yeah. yeah. And I've even seen an advanced featherweight class, you know, the basic wow. one and then an advanced one. So, mm. yeah. Anything. I think organizing would be a great idea for a workshop topic, too. How to organize That's something your I would like to teach. Yeah. That would be fun, too. Yeah. So, hopefully those are some, some good ideas. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Deal. Well, that was the last question. So okay, <laughs> it was good. It felt good to be back. Yes, this was good like my chair. Okay, yes. well, I'm happy to be back over here too. Yes. Like I said, <laughs> Billy's like, thank you, thank you. Yes. No, I'm I'm really happy to be back. I thought today's episode was great, and the nice surprise from yes, Billy. Thank you. There was a lot going on. Hopefully, we can get our schedules working together with all the so longs we were talking about. Yes. And yeah, yeah. So. Our next podcast episode. Oh, hold on. I oh. forgot. I should have wrote this down too. It's technically this episode is in between last episode and this episode. It's been, this is our third year of podcasting. <gasps> wow. Because it's, we, our first Did episode we miss was, the mark? was June 2020. And now it's, this is our first episode in June of 2023. So, so and we didn't have a cake. A, We've you know, podcasted three years. Yeah. Wow. Should have announced that at the beginning, but. Yeah. Next time I'll bring cake, guys. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. crazy. So thank you for everyone that's thank been listening you. for yes. over 
three years now. Yes, yeah. that's been, exciting. Yeah. That is so crazy. 85 episodes. So by by next wow. year, we'll obviously, well, I think we'll hit 100, maybe just the beginning of next year. We'll, we'll do something wild for the 100th episode. Yeah, that, that will be really fun, the yeah. 100th episode. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, I forgot to no, mention. That's no, fine. that's fine. That's great. crazy. I'm like sad I don't have like a treat for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make up for it, Save guys. it for 100. Yeah, yeah save yes. it for 100. Yes. Okay, so our next podcast episode airs Monday, June 26th. So we will see you then. Thanks so much for stopping by. Bye.